1-800-747-3733. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. on the Mike Calvin Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Please, please, please control your thumbs. We all heard the Jim Brower commercial. <laughs> yeah. Jim Brewer evidently is doing a show at Side Splitters. Jim Brower doesn't exist, or if he does, they uh, listen. I heard I heard the thing go. Ruth on the Ruth Eckert Hall on the road presents, and I was like, "Ooh, this must be a good show." And the like, comedian, I'm like, "Oh, I don't know about this." Jim Brower, and I looked at Galvin, and I go, "Who?" And he goes, "Jim Brower," and we both went, "Brewer." Uh, there's, a, there's a young kid doing the commercial. He was unfamiliar with it. He'll, yeah. he'll be fixed. But yes, I it is Jim Brewer, not Jim Brower. Mm. Jim Brower is the. A uh, guy who fixed the pipes at my school in high school, <laughs> Mr. Brower. Spot on impression. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was great. great. He was great. <laughs> He'd be like, here's your math teacher. Man, what's <laughs> pie? <laughs> um, I, will, I do want to say one thing is that my, my friends from high school, who I, I got to tell you, I wasn't super close with a lot of them. I had my group. You know, everybody has their little group that they're friends with. And then uh, those groups mingle with other groups. And we're all kind of, you know, kind of know each other. Still really tight. Uh, the whole group of of kids, like kids, adults now, grandparents in most cases, still communicate with each other, still take care of each other. When somebody's hurt, everybody rallies around them. Uh, one girl's um, uh, members of her family were killed a couple of years ago. It brought everybody kind of closer. And then another one of our friends, the one we called on the show, that went and ran, uh, hiked up Mount Everest. His son is has a disease. Everybody kind of, so it's like, I, and it's not just the tragedies that bring them together. But this weekend, they went out to New Jersey and went out with Father Pinterbone, who I've talked about on the show, who's the mo- most pimp priest you'll ever see ever. Like, he lived in Rome, and he's, wears that, he wears the hat, not the Pope hat, but like the round one that kind of looks like he's mm. maybe Zorro a little bit. And uh, he was also the priest that told me in, in high school he gave me lunch detention, and he made me kneel in front of his senior class in my sophomore year and during my lunch period because I wouldn't wear my jacket in the hallway, my suit jacket. And then uh, he goes... You missing your lunch period? And I go, yeah. He goes, good. You can stand and miss a few. Oh, <laughs> not like He cool. was such a dick. And he was the priest from my uh, elementary school, too, so I knew him forever. But still super cool. And they went out and had lunch with him in New Jersey. And I just think that. So you always hear the bad stories about priests and the effects that they had on uh, kids and all that stuff. I'm not particularly religious, but this was a good guy, and we all liked him. And then it's good to see that they all stick together. And I know the priests get the, the bum rap because most of them are trying to get in the bum. But... Uh, <laughs> This guy was a good guy, and uh, I'm glad that my friends from school still stay in touch with him. Uh, all right, we got our special guest coming in at 7.30, but right now, time to check in with Calvin. He's got today's news. And now, news with Calvin on the Mike Calter Show. Uh, also, and I'm sure you have this in news, Calvin, but we're uh, we're watching... Uh, live the launch of the uh, Artemis rocket, which has taken off this morning to go to the moon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. First time or? Go to the moon. 
The first time to the moon? First time for Artemis going to the moon? Or first time? first time we've been to the moon. No, we were no. in the moon. Yeah. yeah. So. Did you see, I know uh, you probably aren't up on all the cosmonauts. Uh, I'm not. News. You don't think I don't read Cosmonaut Daily? So there are a couple cosmonauts that defected since the Ukraine stuff happened. Right. And they both came out and said, not only is the Earth flat, but there's no one has ever been to space. No one's ever been to the moon. Me, you're an and idiot. he was like, I'm I'm not, I didn't say I believe it. No, I'm you just do. reporting you said it. The other day. You said it the other yeah. day. Yeah, this is the fourth time you've mentioned the reading flat about the Earth being flat. L- listen, flat you, Earth, you can believe whatever you want. I'm just saying you should go check it out, hear what they have to say, and you could you know make I your did. own decision. And I had the guy on That's who what they was, say it's Scientology too. Just go check it out. Yeah, just check it out. Yeah. You know? And I had the guy on who is a flat Earth guy, mm-hmm. and I talked to him and I said, "Answer me this question: If the Earth is flat." Then how come we're not saying, oh, hey, by the way, we were wrong, like we have been about a lot of things. Now that we have the technology, we know, turned out the Earth is flat. Where is that? And he goes, oh, well, they don't, don't want to be embarrassed. Right, yeah. They don't want to be embarrassed. They, they don't think eventually we're all going to figure it out? And what happens? Why don't we fall off the edge of the Earth? And everybody's in on it? Right. Well, the Antarctic is supposed to be like a giant ice wall where all the weird people live on the other side of. Uh, yeah, you're asking me as if I truly believe I the Earth I do, is I flat. Do. So I like don't really thrones? believe the Earth is flat. Yeah, kind yeah. of. But, yeah. uh, but they're saying they're That's also they saying say. that all the we UFOs are not really uh, extraterrestrial. They're people coming from the other side of this ice wall. Yeah. I will tell you yeah. that uh, I sent Spanish a video a couple of minutes ago where it is a prop plane chasing a disc-like space, I mean, a, a disc-like ship through what looks like Antarctica. Yeah. And it's pretty interesting. It is because it's all archive footage, and there's more than one of those. Oh, look! Come on in. Our special guest is early. Yeah, that never happens. Spanish, get get them all locked into place over here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, making his way into the studio for the first time in a long time. Please say hello to Hall of Famer Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks, yeah. very good to see you, sir. How, how are you, man? Good I can't to see you, buddy. Complain, I can't complain. I mean, you can. You, if anybody can, you can deserve to complain. How are you, buddy? I'm all right, man. It's uh, it's a pretty nice sheen. Uh, you like? <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were just walking into a garage, yeah, right? Yeah. Man, it, you know, as they say, you know, looking behind the the walls and the curtains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, from the outside, you never know. I, I, Needless to say, you you come a long way. I did all right. I did. All right. I, I used to live. I used to live with Pete, so this is a big, this is a big advance for me. Yeah. I, I, was, I was thinking uh, th- about that drive, drive up here. Uh, beginnings. You know what's so weird though is I don't know why, but for some reason, I mean, I, people always say to me because Pete started out as a sports guy in radio. Yes. He just didn't love it. He didn't mm-hmm. want to do it. He wasn't making a lot of money, but he was good at it. Yes. And uh Pete always Pete and I have been best friends for a long time. And people mm-hmm. always go, "Pete rides your coattails to thing." And I go, "If you only knew <laughs> how much of Pete's coattails uh-huh. I've ridden over the years. The yeah. only reason I know Derek Brooks and Warren yeah. Sapp and any celebrities is cuz for some reason you guys mm-hmm. all like Pete. Yes. What was it about? Is it his big? Do me a favor. Move that mic right down in front of your mouth a little bit. Move that. Oh, so, oh. Move that. Move that mic. Yeah, you go. Yeah. It's something about Pete that is just likable. Well, well, for me, yeah. Uh, when I when I first met him, honestly, it it was a lot of hunger. Yeah. Uh, that I saw in a. Uh, I, I'll say a small young man, but he, <laughs> <laughs> he was always hungry. Uh, just going young. You know, I, I I wouldn't say on the food, not necessarily, yeah. but. Honestly, driven. Yeah, uh, that's the word. true. When I when I think of Pete Larry, it was back in the day. It was a drive, yeah. and it just kind of matched where we were uh, as young uh, Buccaneers at the time. The same drive to want to be successful. Yeah, and 
it was just matched. So no matter where, okay, he was, you know, driven in the professional world. We were driven to have a better team yeah. and, uh, and a better community. All of it was on the same path of being driven. And I think that's what, honestly, you look back, you know, 26, 25 years later, and it's the same thing that's been the glue to uh, a lot of the relationships uh, that I have and Pete being one of them yep. uh, still today. So I was thinking about that driving up here. Uh, uh, early day, we were younger men, uh-huh. <laughs> but at the same time, just trying to make the Bay Area better. Do you remember back in the day when everybody had caller ID boxes and yes. not, it wasn't on the phone? And Pete and I lived together for six years in Feather Sound, and, I mean, we didn't have a pot to piss in between the two of us. And then uh, the phone would ring, and I'd look down, and it'd be Derek Brooks, Warren Sapp. <laughs> and the best is... Blown away, right? You know what's a big pain in the ass? Was... Uh, um, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders always yeah. wanted to hang out. Hey, man, let's go to Hooters. Nah, I mean, we'd look at the boxing. Oh, I'm not answering. Like, you thought there'd be a day where you wouldn't answer the phone because Deion Sanders was calling. Right. But, I mean, he's a great guy, but he just always yeah. wanted to go to Hooters. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, it's it's amazing that uh, we've known mm-hmm. each other this long, and uh, you've always been a yeah. super nice guy to me. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it because I didn't. I always know who the good people were because I didn't have anything to offer. At the times in the beginning, I was on AM radio stations and all that, and they'd always go, "How are you getting Derek Brooks?" I go, "I don't know, Pete. Pete, I got a good, I got a good hookup." So anyway, Derek Brooks is here with us today. I got to ask you a couple of questions yes, before we make please. our announcement. What's what's uh, are you enjoying? Retired life, or are you still like I would imagine that you'd still I, watch it and, and and be like I could jump in there. Well, I, I'd like to say, uh, my I'm not retired. Uh-huh. Well, I mean from football. You know, I, I would say I've transitioned uh-huh, like, <laughs> with a gray in your beard. Yeah, <laughs> but I am, uh, and, and really a lot of that uh, enjoyment uh, for me just comes from my current role uh, at Vintage Sports Group. Uh, it's I couldn't ask for working for a better human being. Now, uh, I don't know him, but he certainly has been great for this community. Yes. And uh, quickly, I'll take it, yeah. take it back uh, years ago well, when I did first, uh, quote, unquote, retire. We, uh-huh. we'll, 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 we'll talk about that at some point. But I wanted to work for ESPN. I always just told the producers at the time that was covering uh, the Bucks, hey, whenever I, I just want to come on, just see what it's like to be a talking head on the other side. Right. You know, one of those bucket lists for me. Yeah. So uh, when I did, I went and worked. I was blessed to work for ESPN uh, on the old uh, first take show with Skip Bayless. Yeah. I first met Skip for the first time. We just hit it off. So he kind of grabbed it. I want Derek's time. I want him on my show with Lomas Brown. Oh, oh man, I love Lomas Brown. Oh, it was, I mean, fun, fun three and a half years. And, and I grew pretty quickly yeah. up there. But at the time, my son, uh, the Caitlin, had just started getting serious about football. Right. So I always told my wife, Kara, uh, hey, if he starts in the football, I'm going to be around to see him you know, through this thing to make sure he's serious. So as those things were happening in, in my career and I'm transitioning, doing things with my school, my charity, you know, the fa- the passion for football was, was really gone. Right. I mean, I, I, my, You've transitioned to a new life. You no, know, like I hung it up completely. I mean, and I tell guys this when they first retire, you got to do everything different. Yeah. Like I never took meetings in the mornings because it was just like football. Yeah, yeah. So I'd meet at night. I, work out yeah. I did everything totally different to make sure mentally, physically, spiritually, I moved on. Yeah. So part of that was Todd Lawicki, uh coming into town. Jeff Vinnick had just bought the Lightning. And I knew Todd 
of his uh, presidency of Seattle Seahawks. Right. So we knew each other. He knew Tim Ruskell, who was a scout uh, here, that I wanted to get involved in the business of football at some point. Right. I've always said that to Rich McKay. I, I want to be involved with business of, of football. I don't know how, don't know. I just want to do yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, and again, hey, we inherited the Tampa Bay Storm as part of this lightning purchase. Ah. I said, really? I, I love the Storm. Hell, they were better than the Bucks when I first yeah. got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were pretty good. Hey, man, they were filling yeah. out the old Ice Palace and St. Pete. And Jay the Gruden Browns, and Jay uh, Coach Markham. I loved them. I yeah. said, I'm very familiar with arena football. And I know David Baker, the commissioner. I met him. I mean, yo, yeah. what do you mean? Then it hit me. What do you mean run the, the Storm? Yeah. Run the Storm. Like, in charge of everything, like Iserman is in charge of the Lightning. We want you to. And I said, okay, let me meet this Mr. Vinnick, Todd. Yeah. So I met him, Mike, and I never met someone as a visionary in 2010 yeah. and 11 as he was. And he got in his office and talked about how Tampa was going to be transformed through the power of hockey and Lightning, what he saw. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I need to be next to you. If it takes running arena football team, yeah. I'm an end. Yeah. And you talking about things for this community. I'm the only. I told him. I said the only other person I've ever heard speak like that was Leroy Selman. Yeah. And why? Why do you think? Do you think it was just? And not that it's a bad thing, but do you think he saw a financial opportunity here to make this girl? Like, because he doesn't just. He's not clearly not just in it to, for I, the money. He does so much charitable mm-hmm. stuff. He really cares about the community. When I asked him that, he just. He told me he saw transformation. Okay. And he said opportunity across all fronts. Yeah. Whether certain of our community, economic boom, uh, visual boom, beautification, political, all those spectrums, he saw a hidden gem here in Tampa. Yeah. And the fact what I'll tell you, the one thing he did that completely sold him was he moved here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, can't, all, be, you his, can't be into it if you're not going to actually and, be in and, it. you know, some ownerships here. Under, oh, I, I'm under, familiar. Under, yeah, understanding yeah, yeah. that. And I think, I said, man, that's what helped transform us at the Bucks when the family moved here. Yeah. They were all, everything was all bought in. So he moved all his operations here from Boston. And I said, I got to be next to him. So that's kind of started my, my tenure in Vinick Sports Group, running the arena football team. And that just transitioned over to the business side of sports when it came to the AFL as well as the NHL and and really help he and his organization build a trust in the community. Yeah. Uh that was important to me to help Mr. V understand what that meant, how hard it was going to be to earn the trust of this community, but once we've earned it, it's sustainability and sustaining that trust. And again, I thank God uh you know, looking back 11 years later, you know, I'm glad I made that decision. And when people ask me, hey, wait a minute, you play for the Bucks, but you work for the yeah. Lightning, I say, absolutely. I say, and I'm blessed to have a connection with probably three of the most powerful individuals, not just here in the Bay Area, but the world. We talk about my partnership with Mr. DeBarlow in our school, mm-hmm. my relationship with the Glazers and the family and the Bucks, and obviously Mr. Vinnick. Uh, work from every single day. I get to connect with that all a, three of them. That's a good uh, 
Good triumvirate you there. Yeah, so I, I it's funny you brought it up because when I, when you, when you picture it's something of physical uh, about Vinick and DeBartolo that make me think of the same. They're very much the same mold of a, of a person, and uh, having to, to got to know Mr. DeBartolo a little mm-hmm. bit, that's another guy with a vision. That's another guy who cares. That's another guy who could easily just sit back and be like, "Hey, I did my time. I'm just gonna sit here with my money and be happy." Mm-hmm. And he's not that guy. No, absolutely. And it takes a, a special guy. And we're lucky to have them uh, all three of them in this community. Exactly. So. And that's why I say when I look at the transformation of that, he did the same thing with his operations from. San Francisco to Tampa, yeah. and moving everything here and getting divested uh, in this community, and like I'm just, you know, pinch myself like how a kid, little country kid from Pensacola, for, <laughs> you know, be in this position. But I, I just try to make the most of every relationship and, and really uh, make Tampa better. Yeah, well, look, there are, there are a lot of people that Tampa is very proud of. And then there's some, like you mentioned, Leroy Selman, that they hold up to the next level, and you are certainly one of those guys. Uh, there's never anything bad around you. There's always good that glows around you, and uh, you are you're great as a representative for this community. And uh, Derek didn't just get up early to drive all the way here for nothing. Uh, happy, happy to. Hey, by the way, when you say your son started getting serious about football, what year was that? Uh, How old is he? The Kalen was, I say, eight when he first. Came to me like, hey, I want to play. And, and it's actually, I was going to a golf court to hit some golf balls. He saw some kids playing flag football. And he looked, stared, yeah, didn't say anything. Probably about the third or fourth time. He said something like, hey, he wanted to play, but I kind of ignored it. Ignored yeah. him by the third or fourth time. He was like, hey, I really want to try it. I said, if that's what you want to do, you need to go talk to your mother. Yeah. <laughs> Start with the boss. Start with yeah. her and... And as soon as she's like, what did you do? Yeah. So I didn't do anything yeah. with drive to hit some golf balls. Uh, but that's when we had the conversation. Uh, and I had to explain to her how safer the game was mm-hmm. uh, that I was playing at this point in time than when I started. And uh, he got involved years later. The next thing was, hey, I want to get serious about this and earn a football scholarship. Wow. I said, okay, now it's next level. Right. And this commitment has to change. And, uh, you know, God is blessed to came to go on. Had a man, obviously from a football standpoint at Florida State, didn't have the success I had. But man, he got two degrees from there. Finished up in December. Played and yes. and and got two degrees. Yes, got I mean, you can't ask for more than that. Wait, listen. Yes. There, there's we we interviewed Colin Hanks, Tom Hanks' yes. son, who is an actor and you and and doing well. But you have to ask that kid, at what point do you think this is a bad idea to try and go and follow under my father's footsteps? Because you may set an unrealistic goal for yourself. Mm-hmm. If I fall short of, of the yes. Hall of Fame, I'm uh, I'm a failure. And that's not consi- – I love – sometimes people who play football are like, yeah, I played in the NFL. I only played for like two years in special teams. And then they blow it off. I'm like – you play in the NFL for two years more than ninety nine percent of the human race. That is something to be point nine nine nine. Exactly, so something to be proud of. You can't just yes. even play five minutes. You played, you played. Uh, so yeah, that's got to be hard to. Although I mean, I, it seems like you're a reasonable guy, but he, it's got to be hard to the pressure of having your father be a Hall of Fame football no, player. No, when I listen to him talk, you know, even present me, you know, into the Hall of Fame, man, this kid. The maturity level when it came to this is something I learned from. Yeah. He's always walked his own path, made his own footsteps, and, and never tried to compare himself to anything uh, that I did. What we focused on was a connection 
that football gave us as a father and son. That's and, great. And I enjoyed and still am enjoying every step, every moment along the way as a parent. Yeah. You know, this like you said, this kid is like, man, look, you've overcome injury. I've learned what resilience looked like to do that because I never was hurt. Right. You know, in my career, not the sustained attitude that you've had and not had a football success. I have no idea what that's like. Yeah. You know, right. I only lost four games at Florida State. Obviously, very different from you, but you got up and grinded and became a captain along this way, man. I, I'm learning from that. You got two degrees. Yeah, that's four great. and a half years. Most of the, most of those kids. I thought, hey, I thought I was with. One degree in three yeah. and a half. <laughs> you got a master's. I'm like, man, this is. And then I think probably one of the most mature things that my son has ever said to me was, I, you know, last December. And I, he had an extra year with COVID to go back and play this year. Right. And selfishly, I admit it, I want him to go back to have some success of yeah. football. And my son looked me in my eye and he said, Dad, I've done everything I wanted to come here and do. Yeah. There's nothing else for me to do. I've got my masters. I'm ready to move on and see what the next chapter looks like. That's great. I say, son. That's I, all you can ask for. I say, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I say, I apologize to you for even mentioning coming back. You say, you just showed me, continually showed me what's important. I say, I was selfish because I knew you guys were going to have a better team this year. Uh-huh. You're going to get a thought, decent yeah, yeah. bowl game. <laughs> You know, all all these things I wanted for you, but you showed me, once again, how a parent needs to listen to their kid at a certain time. And that's probably one of it's the hard most to do. things you've told me. And I had I respect that. You want for your kids what you think is the best for them. Mm-hmm. That's not always the truth. That's no. hard as a parent to really let it let it settle oh, in. Oh, man, it did. And it hit me like, man, right square, two black eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, at least at the end of it, there's a great success story there. That's, yes. that's, that's wonderful. Uh, Derek Brooks is here in the studio with us. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why Mr. Brooks got up and came in early is because we have a special announcement to make. And I'm going to, I'm not sure, even Mike Oliveira appearing at me, I'm not sure I'm supposed to say this, but I'm going to say this is part one of special announcements. It's special announcements week. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that at that for now. Uh, and we're going to concentrate on this, but perhaps there'll be more coming in the future. Uh, I will turn it over to Derek Brooks, if you'd like, and I will let you make the announcement, and we'll talk well, about it. Well, I thought, you know, okay. you're better at making the announcement. Right. I'm having a reaction. You're probably right. You're better at football. I'm better at talking. <laughs> if you're uh, watching on Bone TV, you can see Derek has given away a little bit of the announcement, yes. I think. Derek oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I for the occasion. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to read it right from the uh, press release. The Uf- USF Athletics has begun a three-year radio partnership mm-hmm. with Cox Media Group. And that means that 1025 The Bone uh, will be the flagship station for USF football, uh, where you'll be able to listen to all the shows, all the games, everything mm-hmm. right here in 1025 The Bone, the strongest FM signal in the state of Florida, uh, which really has, I'm going to tell you right now, with the station that is so strong with men throughout the state has really been lacking in the sports department. Mm-hmm. And this partnership that we have right now with, and listen, College sports in Florida is huge. College sports in Tampa is huge. And the fact that this area rallies around the USF Bulls like they should, so strong, this is a great partnership for us. Yes. I'm super excited just to be on a team uh, with these people, and uh, you'll be able to hear the games. You'll be able to hear the coaches' show. You'll be able to hear all the stuff that you love uh, with the USF Bulls right here on 102.5 The Bone. Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I found out today through this press release 
that Jim Lighthall is the play-by-play guy. I love Jim Lighthall. I worked with him uh, years ago at CBS Radio. What a great sports guy. I'm, I'm happy that he's a part of this. I think this is going to be great. And I think this is a good move for USF because uh, this is it's like taking a show that was popular but putting it now on the most popular channel and then more people are going to be opened up to it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, and it's Jim Lau. I know, correct, Jim Lau is coming back. That's uh-huh. in uh, Sam Barrington. What is Lighthall? I saw his name in the press release. Anyway, he's <laughs> one of the Bar- yeah. Sam Barrington, uh, former Bull. Okay. Uh, you know, again, another gentleman that played at NFL, and Joey Johnson. So the three of them are going to continue to come back and, and, and cover this team. And, and I'm excited about it. I mean, I love Coach Jeff Scott. Yeah. You know, quick history. His dad, the original Coach Scott, <laughs> as I like to call him, uh-huh. my offensive coordinator at Florida State under Coach Bowden. So I've known Jeff running around the locker room since he was a kid. Right. And now to be working alongside him as part of my responsibility at Vinning Sports Group is uh, being in charge of our multimedia rights. So that's the connection here gotcha. with Phoenix Sports Group and the University of South Florida. I mean, we're connected across a lot of areas. You know of, yeah. of USF, but this particular one for me is very passionate because Mike, it goes back to Leroy Selman. Yeah, and everything that Leroy Selman meant to this community, this was a connection point. Yeah, him starting this football program, and now me at Vinick Sports Group having an opportunity to be a part of this continued growth. In USF football is full circle for me. By the by the way, I want to point out in the 1989 when I moved here and dated a girl that went to USF, you could stand on Fowler and see <laughs> through Fletcher, like you could see the whole campus. Yeah. I drove through there a couple of weeks ago. There's a Publix on campus. Yes. There's more dorms than I've ever seen. Like the the amount of time that has gone by, the amount of of growth that USF has now. Not only is the football team a good team. But building a new stadium, a whole yes. new facility over there, I mean, that that attracts people from around the country. I mean, mm-hmm. now this is this is big time. Yeah, and it's becoming, as I say, with the stadium, uh, you know, Michael Kelly, the, the AD, and having Will Weatherford now head of the board, they're truly getting an athletic district yeah. built over there around the indoor practice facility, the new stadium, the renovations coming to Selman's at the athletic center, uh, from the track to the soccer. So all this momentum is building, and I'm so happy that Cox is a part of this uh, momentum and growth. And that's what I, like I say, showing up here today to to be a part of it and, you know, what the future holds for us. Sure. To see that uh, we're going to be taken care of. Yeah. Uh, as I like to say. I, look, by- we're, this station... <laughs> First of all, this station is run by the biggest uh, football nerd, John Brennan, who, who <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, went to USF, goes yes. to all the games, yeah. loves you. Uh, I, it's in the right hands. I mean, you, yes. you, you, a lot of times there's good partnerships are good, but if you're in in uh, the hands of somebody who genuinely loves the product, that is John. Oh, John. Yeah. absolutely. And we've I've been able to see that behind the scenes, you yeah. know, with a lot of Zooms and Teams calls yep. uh, that we've been uh, quietly you know, putting this together. Yeah. And I can say it's, it's nice because I know years ago this uh, relationship, you know, was established. And we was on here years, you know, years ago. But right. now, to, again, to come back full circle under different circumstances, different leadership in a time of both the station, you know, here at the Bone as well as USF, 
can ask for better time. Yeah, it was going to be you great. You know, timing, as you know, sometimes is everything, even when you got to, you know, take commercial and pay the bills. Yeah. Timing, <laughs> timing is everything, and this is the right timing, whether it's, you know, covering USF football, Bulls Unlimited. I'm going to get this in. Yeah, got it, got it. Our streaming radio station on Tune on TuneIn app uh-huh. uh, is also going to be there. And, you know, man, you know, back here with uh, – you know, JP and Roger been on the same airways as them. What's my guy named Drew? I hate. I always screw Drew's last name up. Garabo. Drew Garabo. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. Be, I, like I say, I just know we're going to be taken care of, and the product now on the field for USF couldn't be better. In year three of Jeff Scott's tenure, from yeah. you know, and again, quick uh, mention about the football team. He's really made that adjustment now to the transfer portal uh-huh. uh, to get this team better from our, our quarterback, you know, Gary Bohannon coming over from Baylor, you know, big time. Yeah. Had some big time football there, some big wins. Uh, I like the fact that the O-line, you got finally got an O-line <laughs> with four guys coming back to plate. We you may know, need to borrow some of them for yeah, the Buccaneers. <laughs> the O-line, uh, O-line now, but just, just having – uh, the O line back intact, and then you picked up a couple big time transfers from uh, what's my guy from Missouri, Detorian, uh, Detorian uh, Hansford from Missouri has come back over, and uh, Mr. Shaney from Minnesota. So you got some some guys that have played I call Power Five football that's coming and transferring in, and Player. you see, yeah, you see the depth of the transfer port and how he's building his team. We're gonna contend Good. in AAC, so I'm. Excited about it, man. Uh, you know, being a part of it, and and yes, I can't have two allegiances. <laughs> you can have mul- you can have multiple allegiances. Yes, you can have can. two kids. You can have three kids. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing going to change the garden and gold. And right. <laughs> but I still got some green and gold that I'm obligated sure. to. It can give just a amount of support because at the end of the day, you know, I'm Bay Area, state of Florida, through and through. Yeah. And, I've, and li- I've lived nowhere else. It's what you said. You, you live here. You know what <laughs> yes. I mean? You, li- you live here, and that's it. You are in this community. Uh, I think this is great. I think this is great for both of us. I, I think that this uh, this radio station has such a large audience and such mm-hmm. a large male audience and uh, people who love sports. And the fact that we're going to be able to play these games and grow our uh, sports name out there and starting with the USF Bulls is awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm great. That all kicks off this Saturday. Yes. With the Bulls taking yes. on BYU, BYU. It, uh, Ray J, and it'll start on the bone at 3 p.m. It'll start coverage at 3 p.m., kickoff at 4. Oh, man. You probably will be, uh, you won't be able to hear a Johnny B replay, but I think <laughs> it'll be okay. Uh, no, we're, and we're, look, we're, we're happy to, to do replays and stuff for people who miss it, but you can find any of those shows you want on demand online on the bone station. And, uh, when you want to hear football and crystal clear uh, audio in your car, anywhere, and any device, you could do that right now uh, on the bone. I think that's great, and I'm I'm proud to be associated with you guys, and I can't thank you enough. While you were here, mm-hmm. uh, Geo loaded a package of $100 bills into your trunk. Uh, please... <laughs> My son is a junior. He is uh, getting ready to, uh, to, you know, make some tapes and start trying to get into school. Just I'm just saying, it passed the hundreds around at the at USF. Well, my I, I was told, you know, I'm I'm very aware yeah. of the well, young the young Calter, but we're not going to get none of us in trouble. They actually <laughs> they actually warned me. They said, uh, you know, it's so it's so interesting how I don't know. I never played. Uh, I know looking at me, you're going to be shocked, but I never played uh, high school sports. So uh, I no. didn't. Yeah, I know. I know. 
<laughs> hey, I told, you want to hear something funny? I told John Gruden one time. I was standing next to Gruden, and so was Galvin. He looked at us, and he goes, man, you guys are huge. And I go, right? If I would have if I would ate a couple less donuts, I'd have been as good as Jerry Wunsch. <laughs> and Gruden goes, you're already as good as Jerry Wunsch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I learn, I'm learning the whole how, um, you know, how strict they are, all the rules are with everything. Yes. I think that's great. It keeps everything level uh, for the kids. I, I have no um, disillusions about um, uh, my son. I enjoy watching him play. It's the same thing as uh, whatever... Whatever he does, he does. It's been fun yes. for me. Whether he's playing special teams or starting this or going, say, I, I just like being out there and, oh, but, and being proud. It, yeah, it's like to, to uh, again, it's a fine line when you, your sons are recruiting prospects. Yeah. And the same thing with here. I had to walk and still walk the fine line with, with my my daughter, uh -huh. uh, a softball player as well. So uh, she and I can say this because it's public. She's recently committed to play softball. Uh, at USF. Wow, that's great. It had, had nothing to had, trust me. Had nothing, you to didn't, do with yeah. nothing to do uh, with me. So she's going to be a bull, and we've uh, excited about that. And and obviously, man, your son has us following out. You know, I could safely say <laughs> say that, and we like you say we'll we'll see where it ends up. But I'm just my, saying, my, how, my how, advice yeah. is to enjoy the journey. I, that's what I'm doing. I, I couldn't enjoy care. But I mean, how great would it be if there were two Caltus mentioned on the bone every week? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen to me. You've been a great uh, friend over the years, and you are. Uh, I'm I'm so proud to be able to have you come in here today and uh, announce this partnership between the bone and the USF Bulls. I think this is going to be uh, huge for everybody. All the fans yes. uh, of of both are going to be able to enjoy this marriage. And uh, like I said. Just the beginning of our trip down the road. We've got we got more stuff to come in the next couple of weeks, and I think mm -hmm. everybody's going to be very excited about it. Absolutely. Thank you, Derek Brooks. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank We're you. here if you need us anytime. USF Bulls, BYU, this Saturday. Make sure you tune in. What time? 3 o'clock? 3 o'clock. Make sure the coverage starts. BYU yeah. this Saturday. Get on, the, uh, get on the bone, listen, and uh, enjoy it. It's here to stay. Uh, USF Bulls on the bone. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and we'll get right to the news. It's the Mike Caltas Show. This is 1025 The Bone.